Artificial intelligence. It is seemingly everywhere these days in a wide range of products and services. Welcome to another Textination interview. Joining us is Seth Dobrin, Chief Artificial Intelligence Officer at IBM. Thank you for joining us, Seth. Thanks for having me, Fred. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and your listeners. Well, some people may be a little confused, I think, about the phrase artificial intelligence. Let's let's start out with a little bit of a, a definition, if we can. What does it mean? So art, artificial intelligence is leveraging math and data uh, about us as humans and, and about businesses to help companies uh, make better decisions and help their interactions with us as consumers be better and more productive. And this is becoming really widespread in the business community and, and other applications as well. Tell me about it. Yeah, so when you look at the impact of, of AI, um, it's already changing the way businesses operate today. Everything from how they communicate with their customers and employees via virtual assistants, and, and by virtual assistants, think AI-powered chatbot, uh, to automating key workflows and even managing things like network security. Uh, and a large amount of those investments continue to be focused on three capabilities that we define as AI for business. First, using AI to automate IT and processes. Second, building trust in these outcomes. And third, understanding the language of business and, and industries. Do you think sometimes the phrase is being overused? AI, artificial intelligence? I review products and I see an awful lot of products arriving that, uh, that claim that they have uh, AI or, and are using AI. Or, or is that yeah? Accurate? So, so I think there are there is a bit of over overuse um, of the word AI, or, or maybe you know mis misuse of the word AI. Um, let me kind of put in put in you know what I see as proper definition of AI uh, with some examples, uh, right? So, have you ever gotten a text from your bank while making a purchase when you use your credit or debit card? Uh, in those instances, most large banks have AI doing real time fraud detections. Uh, many companies use AI during various stages of a hiring process, so most often in screening resumes. Uh, and loan decisions are informed by AI to help uh, the underwriters assess our credit worthiness. So those are some kind of generic examples. Um, and if we look at the pandemic, uh, you know, there were a couple of opportunities for uh, companies and governments and, and healthcare institutions who are facing major spikes in uh, inquiries from, from us as individuals about various things regarding the pandemic in current terms of shutdowns, uh, access to vaccines, et cetera. A great example of this is CVS that was facing a huge spike in call volume once they started rolling out the vaccine uh, with people wanting to know availability of the vaccine in all 50 states close by them. We helped CVS use Watson Assistant to roll out a new customer care system in just a few weeks. And thanks to the AI and automation in the virtual assistant, uh, virtual, the voice agent was able to handle millions of calls, a majority without requiring even human assistance. And where they did require human assistance, the length of the call was cut down dramatically. Did AI play a role at all in the development of the, of the vaccinations too? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the, the development, the rapid development, you know, it was actually incredibly rapid uh, of the vaccines. Uh, they were all developed using a combination of cutting edge biotechnology and, and cutting edge AI. 
Very interesting. What are, what are some of the other real benefits of AI that maybe people aren't aware of? Um, yeah, so, you know, some, some benefits of AI are they help us uh, help make our lives better. Um, you know, some, some examples of that are companies like HSBC that are using, that's using Watson to help uh, us make better investment decisions. Uh, it helps uh, companies to automate mundane tasks um, to, to not only save money, but to help us as individual employees of these companies do more value added work. Um, and uh, companies are, are doing everything from uh, leveraging AI to, as I mentioned earlier, to help them with loan decisions. Um, and, you know, uh, everything from, you know, within IBM, we use AI to, uh, to help with our hiring processes, to help us predict our, our sales opportunities. Then as individuals, you know, there, there's opportunity for AI to help enhance our, our shopping experience where we choose to share information with these, uh, with these e-commerce houses. Uh, social media and things use a lot of AI as well, as does the internet. When you search on the internet, AI helps uh, surface the, inf the proper information for us more quickly. Are we keeping up with demand when it comes to the education needed to provide the people to develop these uh, artificial intelligences? Yeah. So. Uh, education of people that develop these 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 AI or these artificial intelligence uh, algorithms um, you know the demand for this talent segment is is very high um, and and there is uh, probably a, a bit of a undersupply of, of, of talent I think the more important question uh, about skills and, and and talent in this space affects us as individuals and that is getting a, a diverse group of people building these these algorithms uh, or these these mathematical formulas that that end up being a the ai we think of um and and this is important when we start thinking about how do we implement ai that's trustworthy uh, and this is a, a really big important piece for for our perspective on, on trust and, and also you know if you look at a survey we just did um, you know, 43% of, of IT companies say that they're, they're accelerating the rollout of, of the pandemic. And more than 80% of them believe that uh, they need to deliver trustworthy AI to do this. Um, and so having diverse teams that understand what it means to deliver trustworthy AI, meaning it's transparent, it's explainable, it's fair, it's robust, and it ensures our privacy is key. And this is absolutely core to our strategy as a, as a company. Every now and then there have been stories uh, that seem to indicate that some people have, some well-known uh, learned people have fears and, and cautions about AI and, and the future. What are your thoughts about that? And, and should there be concern? Well, so, so I think the, the concerns that we should have um, really are, are less about what's sensationalized in the press and, and there's there's right ways and there's wrong ways to implement AI. Um, and, and you know, IBM's taken some some very strong stances on this very publicly. Um, and, you know, having trustworthy AI, again, adhering to those principles of transparency, explainability, fairness, robustness, and privacy ensuring are critical to ensuring, to, to, to guaranteeing or, or increasing the likelihood that that AI is gonna be more trustworthy and, and i think that's a more important question for us to contemplate now 
than you know the, these uh, sensationalized stories you hear about about AI in the press. The uh, the future. Tell us what your thoughts are about where this is leading, how it's going to change society in the in the years and decades to come. Yeah, well, you know, when, when we talk about AI, we usually use the word artificial intelligence. I, I think a, a more appropriate uh, way to think about it is, is augmented intelligence. AI can help us make better, more informed decisions faster. Uh, a great example of that is, you know, if you show up someday in the future, you'll show up to your doctor. And, and to some extent, this is true today. And, and God forbid, you know, I have some, some disease that I need, you know, critical medical attention. Physicians are inundated with, you know, hundreds of new publications related to various, you know, you know, diseases every day. There's no way that as a physician, you know, my physician could keep up with all of these research articles and that she could also practice medicine. So AI or augmented intelligence in this case helps her to surface the things that are important to me uh, and to her in order for her and I to have a conversation about the best way to use the recommendations that the, the, the AI came with about my particular case. So AI is helping her and helping I make better decisions about my health, my treatment, how I'm gonna move forward, but it's not actually making the decision for her or for me. You haven't mentioned yet the, the autonomous vehicle field and the AI I think is playing a key, key role there too, right? Yeah, so we don't we don't play, you know, IBM as a company doesn't doesn't play in, in autonomous vehicles. Um, when we talk about visual things like visual recognition, you know, we're really surfacing this in our our, you know, in our manufacturing uh, suite of tools. So our, our Maximo, uh, what we call IBM Maximo, which is a, a manufacturing supply, you know, kind of management system. Um, and we've surfaced some new Watson capabilities in, you know, on a cell phone. Uh, to help uh, people that are on the factory floors understand the equipment they're using and, and repair things uh, more proactively. And when there is a repair that, that they don't know how to address, the Maximo on their iPhone or, or Android phone will surface the right information to help them get the right parts and get that piece of equipment up faster. Terrific. Where can people go for more information? Yeah, so for more information, they can go to ibm.com slash Watson, and they can learn more about uh, all of these areas. So how you can use AI to automate uh, processes, uh, IT process and IT uh, applications, how you how AI can be delivered in a more trustworthy manner, and, and how AI can help understand the language of businesses and industries. And I guess it's pretty clear that AI is playing a role in our everyday lives today. Yeah, it absolutely is clear. I mean, I walked through some of those examples. There, there's other types of examples. So, for instance, in IBM, we use AI uh, to help our employees get information about our, you know, HR questions, so they don't have to uh, wait for an AI, HR representative to get back to them. And we have over 300,000 employees. There's no way we could have enough uh, HR partners to answer everyone's questions. Uh, you know, we use AI to help uh, us manage our expenses as a company perform better uh, for our, our shareholders. Um, and, and we use AI to help us predict how we're gonna perform every quarter uh, so that we as a business can, can make better decisions uh, in more real time about how we can improve the performance of our company. Wonderful. Seth Dobrin, thank you so much for taking the time with us. 
Yep. Thanks for having me, Fred. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and I hope you and yours remain well. Same here. Thank you. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.